This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Join Jared and Jason, two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all. Hey everyone, it's episode 7, wrapping up the Chicago trip. Staying at Jason's place, looking out over the entire city right now on the 17th floor of this beautiful, beautiful building. And uh, I think everybody's in uh, talking about this, the massacre that happened on this podcast on episode six. Um, can we talk about Mike Mims' list, Jason? Yeah, you know, I don't know if we really had planned to dedicate any time to talking about previous episodes in our podcast, but I don't know how we avoid this. I. I fear for his kids. Like, his kids are going to have to go to school. His wife, like, th- there's people in the community that are going to hear about this list. You know what I, I found interesting was that his wife actually took to Facebook to defend the list. So I honestly think Mike logged in as his wife and was trying to respond for at least somebody outside of his realm to say, hey, it was a good list. A little inside baseball for our listeners. Um, I actually was sitting next to Mike at the bar while his wife was texting him ideas for cartoon characters because Mike can't think for himself, I guess. I don't know. It's pretty easy to come up with this list. And she came up with Pepe Le Pew. And it was not used by Mike. Instead, he picked Mufasa. Pepe Le Pew is a very, very good pick. Like that, it, Great pick. That could be in your top four. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is, once again, we were really going It was a pick that. that should have been on your list. It was such a good pick. That's very true. But once again, I didn't want to keep hammering from the same show. And I already knew Slowpoke Gonzalez was in my back pocket. So that's why I was like, hey, that's, I, I don't have a use for any other characters like that. But for him to, uh, Mufasa's terrible. That's just terrible. Tigger's okay. But Tigger doesn't bring anything like... Tigger's like I think of Tigger like in the book. Like I don't really think of him as like a cartoon. And I know you were happy with the Cletus pick. Not happy. It's too early. But I don't even get it. It's not even a character. It's not even a cartoon. It's see, Jason, but you're you, like, there's a whole pulp culture thing behind Cletus. Like Cletus is like pretty famous. Is the pulp culture consist of you and Mike? Is no. That now considered pulp. First off, you don't know much about the internet. I, so I don't. It's the dark internet side. Ooh. But Cletus is like very like like during Thanksgiving they dress him up. One year he moonwalked, and it's just like this robot makes no sense at all. Although there, were, what was that game back in the day? Where it was like robots playing football. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. No, 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 no. no. It was that's because like that's what he looks like. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. That's what he's based on. But you can buy like Cletus bobbleheads like. There's a whole Cletus thing going on. I don't know. Still not a good pick in that particular draft, if you uh, ask me. Dude, that's dog shit. Like, that's the worst thing that's happened on and this podcast. And then he came on strong with his power move of using Shaggy. I can't. The way he justified it was just so stupid. He said, the guy likes deep dish pizza. It's like one of his reasons he picked Shaggy. Can I, I just tell you, we had listeners putting stuff in on the Facebook page. That were significantly better, and none of those listeners, to my knowledge, are doctors. At all. I, I, I would like to reach out to my entire family, all my friends, and apologize for the Beavis and Butthead miss by all of us. Yeah. That's egregious. Like, this podcast should be shut down. We're going to dock ourselves one-fourth a star. And if you notice, that was by the Craig. Pass. So Hard pass. As you can tell, there are some bits that are missing in this podcast because the Craig's not here as an evidence with a Beavis pick. Uh, I'm, uh, Craig probably didn't even come up with that. Like somehow he just was 
he wasn't watching it because Craig's not that cool to even watch Beavis and Butthead. So you think fake news like Russia hacked in Craig's Facebook account and put Beavis in? Yeah. So Craig, come come truthful with it. CNN asked Craig. I'm watching you. So we keep alluding to Craig, and I know that there's this opportunity to have Craig on the pod, and we're going to have to do it, but I don't think it's going to take place till after episode 10. Oh, yeah. So everybody you know in episode 10, uh, me and Jason are going to be dipping in Las Vegas. Um We've, we were actually kind of talking about it before the show. Um, we would like you guys to send in the idea of what dip we should use. Um, and we are actually going to put the dip in directly as we start episode 10. Um, it's going to be Sunday morning in Vegas, so it's going to be the, after the Connor fight. Um, so we are going to be pretty hungover. So the only way you can really get through a hangover, from what I understand, is by dipping. I just made that up, but sounds good to me. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be – that's our strategy and I'm going to use strategy very lightly there to say that's a strategy. But, um, yeah, we're, we're going to go for it. But we don't want – Jason has the advantage here because he knows what type he likes. So we would like the listener to uh, hit, up us on, hit us up on Facebook and let us know exactly what type of dip we should be using. Now, because we're talking strategy here. So one thing is I can guarantee you neither you nor I will be making decisions on Saturday that are going to be – a strategic move to make Sunday better. There's a good chance I might end up on a flight on accident and go home Saturday. I plan on having so much fun. Like, I, like Connor McGregor's fighting in Las Vegas. I don't care what's going on. I, I'm going to completely go balls to the walls in Las Vegas and have a complete blast. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that the that recklessness that we both will probably demonstrate is going to come back in such horrible fashion when we turn the podcast on for episode 10. I mean, or it might be episode like nine and a half where we actually turn it on late, late night Vegas and do a, a fight recap. I'm sure there'll be bits and parts that are going to make it through. Yeah, but yeah. I think we need to hire an engineer because I'm fairly certain by me missing the record button once would be the least of the possibilities of what could happen on this podcast. Uh, hey, if that's what happens, that's what happens. Because the dip, the dip hurt around the world. It's just that's just going down episode 10. We're going to have to buy baggies to put over the computers and and I guess you can't cover the microphone. So we might as well see if we can find like a disposable microphone. I just think we put a wastebasket directly next to us. I'm going to have to be drinking at the same time. Yeah. Once again, the rule is if I puke but keep my dip in, then technically my dip is still in? No. I think I, don't like I think that. there's ways to end the contest. One is just the basic quit, take it out, I quit. I can't. One is the pass out because your head's spinning so bad <laughs> and you're out cold. TKO. Right. A puke is also an automatic exit. That's a KO. That's a KO. But a TKO but, is like you didn't quit, your body quit. Your body quit. Right, okay. right, right. And the and we'll have officials there that can monitor this. People that we trust. People I, that we I like. don't trust Mike Mim anymore. He, he no, no, I'm not talking shaggy. about Mike. Yeah. I'm not talking about Mike. Yeah. We, we've got other Marines that'll be there that can yeah. help us get through this because... God knows we're going to need all the assistance we can have. And there will be a doctor present who will be spending his time watching Lion King. Mufasa. (laughs) Moron. So uh, we've had a good time out here in Chicago. Um, First day was awesome. Uh, My flight was canceled. (laughs) So I had to scramble to get another flight. Um, Still haven't even talked to Southwest about getting my refund yet. Probably get on that tomorrow. Um, But Jason, season take a hold of the Cubs. We went to the uh, Cubs game. It was uh, like 47 degrees out. I went short sleeve shirt because fuck it. And uh, Jason, nice enough to get us field passes. Yeah, that was fun. We had, uh, yeah, I do have to comment. 
Summer in Chicago, very interesting. Down into the the low 60s, uh, I wore a sweatshirt, offered Jared a sweatshirt. He manned up and said, nope, he was in style. We get down on the field. It's probably 59 degrees on the field. My uh, awesome ticket guy that helps us out with our tickets, uh, Trevor, who is a, uh, a walking billboard for hipster slash uh, hyped up, coked up. I don't even Adderall. Know. He's Adderall. Adderall yeah, Adderall, He's Adderall right, generation. Yeah. Super excited. Super aggressive. Really cool guy. Not taking anything away from him. Uh, it was kind of interesting uh, that he shared some of his deep passion with us and, and kind of. Once we relax him though, because most people are going to ask him the same questions over and over and over, and we were asking him more robust questions to get away from the "Hey, good to see you guys. How you doing?" to where it was like. He could feel comfortable actually talking to us as people. And uh, we got him comfortable enough that he actually let me hold his World Series ring, which if I had a Chicago Cubs World Series ring, no one would ever see it. Or, excuse me, hold it. I would wear it everywhere I go now. I think about it. I totally would. And everybody would see it. But nobody's holding it. It's never coming off my finger unless I'm at home and it's going into my safe. This guy just hands it to me. And he's like, yeah, man, whatever. You can wear it. To which case, me and you go to get a photo and... Go ahead, Jason, about these two, these six crazy people, because you've gotten more on them than I do. Well, it's kind of interesting, because as, as we're standing there, first thing he goes, I don't usually take this off, but and he handed it to Jared. Jared put it up, put it like the number one sign up, put the ring on, got a cool picture together. But as the picture was being taken, there was an older woman and gentleman who were there with a couple kids. I'm not sure if they were grandkids or just kids. Not quite sure on that. But they go, I heard her go, oh, and that is Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Now, granted, we were wearing name tags. And there was tough no, to read them, though. Yeah, it was going to be tough to read them because we were standing on top of each other. I think she listens to the pod. And then, oh, yeah, absolutely. She's definitely a listener, so yeah. we'd like to say hi to her. Yeah, shouts out. And thank her kids for uh, being there and being true. But what was really awkward was when they started taking pictures our way. When, the, when these people saw this ring, you guys cannot understand how they reacted. It was like Jesus landed, and they were like, can we get a photo with Jesus? Like, is this possible? Like, can I hold Jesus? Like, very awkward for this guy, because he's like, oh, shit. Like, I just want to put my ring back on. Right. And this lady who's like, she could run, man. That, uh, she could have ran. Like, she wouldn't have got far. She was mid-60s, a little robust. She wasn't getting far, but it's no. like, she, he knows us. Like, we're not, Yeah. I'm right. not getting anywhere. Right. I, I could get to second base, I feel. <laughs> with but, the lady? No, with him. I think you could have with the lady because she was oh. such Cubs fan. And with you in the ring, I think you could have knocked it out of the park. I could have taken her from her husband just because I had that ring in my hand for like On five the field, seconds. Yeah. At oh. that very moment. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it was a little cold out there, so I'm not a, I'm not a shower. I'm a grower. So um, <laughs> She would have kept you warm, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jesus. So it was just remarkable, though, to see how people reacted. And then the, her husband was like, well, can I hold it? And at this point, our, our guy had already put it back on his hand. So he was like, can I take a photo of it? So they're just like taking photos of this dude's hand. Just and then after that, wow. not only did he take photos, he goes, now, can I see it? I need to put my glasses on so I can yes. actually see it. Yes. So. But while that was going on, I was telling you this. The lady started talking about how she was so excited to meet Kyle Swerber. And I heard her counting the year that she was born versus the year that he was born and how many years difference was and how big of a deal that was. She was having that conversation with her 9 or 10 or 11-year-old daughter. So I was kind of wigged out at that point. 
You know my number one thing about why I hate going to live events. People. 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 Just, they ruin everything. People are the worst. Like, if it was just a, a stadium full of dogs, I'd be like, this is awesome. <laughs> I mean, cats, probably not as awesome, but hey, shout out to my cats. But I, these are the exact people I don't want to be by. Like, I'm so glad they were on the other side. I didn't hear anything that was going on. Yeah. And I think we found out this whole weekend, people are just crazy. Like, Chicago is so much bigger, and there's just so much more going on. The people are just amazing. Now, I was shocked in our section for the entire game. There was, like, almost nothing. Like, nobody bothered us the entire game. Yeah, it was pretty laid back today. The drunken... A couple days ago. The two drunk kids next to us that couldn't sit still and went and got beers, like, every two innings. I mean, that's about it. Right. But after that, once we got out and about, I mean, there's just so much going on. First off, every single kid under the age of 30 now officially looks 16. Absolutely. I don't know if Trump passed that law a month ago and I missed it, but... It's official now. All everybody that age just looks like they're sixteen, like they're going to middle school. Yeah, and they all have rosy cheeks. Mom pants, mom, mom pants. jeans are yeah. just completely out of control. I mean, as we were walking past DePaul University, I saw what I assumed was going to be a whole bunch of students walking around, and it looked like we were going by a grammar school. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, um, bras have been burned. Yeah, absolutely. No bras. Well, what was the bar where we sat there with the water, like the water fountain? Right yeah, Deuces. 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 First off, shout out to Deuces. Great place. Cool place. Couldn't really see the game, but we could see everything we needed off the yeah, game. When you walk in and the patio includes water fountains and four hot tubs and private bottle areas, and when they give you your order, if you have a large group, they just bring you a case of Miller Lite out or a case of Bud Light, I think, what? in the box. Huh? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, how about the fact that they would use an igloo cooler? Yeah, I like to, that. To bring your beers out. Igloo, if you bring anything in an igloo cooler, I mean, yeah. that's, that's fine. You can bring yeah. a, a severed hand. I'd be like, okay, that's, yeah, that's yeah. an igloo cooler. Um, but just the outfits we were seeing, wild outfits. Saw some wild things going down. Actually, some people actually put their feet into the fountain, which I guess is allowed. Um, but our waiter told us about how old men will get it there and their tidy whities which I thought was very interesting. But... Um, it was an eclectic night, and then I think the big one is when we went to Kingston Mines, Yeah, which was last night. Jason, tell them a little bit more about Kingston Mines and what so it is. So Kingston Mines, I uh, found this place many, many years ago. I pretty much have taken everybody that I know, relatives, friends, people, to this bar. It's a dual-staged blues bar in Chicago. So if you walk in the main door, to your left is a stage. It's all set up, a huge bar. To the right, there's a little door. You go through it. Guess what? Another full stage, another full bar. So they'll actually have a band that plays on one side. And once they're done, everybody runs over to the other side because another band's playing on the other side. And I, but, I think it's important to put in here, you have to pay 15, 20 yeah, bucks 15 to get bucks in? Yeah, 15 bucks to get in. Okay. And right. I mean, and there's not a storage of people like, even when we went in, which was what what time? Yeah, we went in at like nine thirty, Something like 9.30. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like a shortage of people not willing to pay that amount of money to get in. So you know the music's going to be good. And what's interesting is... As I get older and, and I go earlier to Kingston Mines, you can see the age groups, right? So when we got there, we were probably on the younger end of the spectrum at that point. There were a lot of older people there. Not older, but, you know, yeah. in their 50s, 60s, yeah. they were there. Uh, some very interesting folks. Um, you and I somehow got lucky. Oh, <laughs> stole the show. Our seats were electric. <laughs> Grabbed two great seats at the end of the bar. I had a perfect view of the dance floor. Perfect view of everybody. Had zero issues getting served, which sometimes can be a little issue there because there's just limited waitresses and there's people dancing everywhere and there's drinks flying everywhere. This is not a place where you want to, you know, get dressed up and wear your best stuff out there because you're probably going to get 
covered. I don't but, know. There were some guys in there. There were some diaper dandies in there. Some guys, well, hold on. <laughs> I shouldn't say diaper dandies. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get back to diaper in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but there was two guys in there that were dressed to the tens. Absolutely. And now you said you've seen one of them before. The guy's there all the time. And you say he's an amazing dancer. He looks straight out of Cool in the Gang. He has the hat that's tipped over. He has the handkerchief. In by, the, his. by the way, his hat is leaning at about a 35 degree. Yeah. It's tough to wear your hat yeah. like that. Like I would have to pin it into my head yeah. in order to keep it at that high up but at that angle. I respected that because I'm like, hey, he never touched it and it never moved. That, that's impressive. He had the pocket square yeah. that matched the tie. The tie that had a, a pin through it and then it had the chain going over it. Right. And it was the thin tie. Yeah. Right? It was the thin tie. And this is a taller guy. He's probably 6'2", if not 6'3". He's probably my height or so. African-American. We should probably throw right. that in because right now they're thinking like, who's this Guido dude we're talking about? Right. Um, I will say this. The dude made a few moves. I didn't get to see him dance. I just saw, saw him make like make moves by people. Right. Solid. He's smooth. Small. I've seen him dance before. Yeah. I've seen him just tear it up out there. And it's, he's better on the other side where the dance floor is a little bigger. Okay. Uh, but he's to the nines. And his buddy came in a little later. You mm-hmm. saw him yes. dressed to the nines as well. So the, the, the music starts. Um, Jason and I are enjoying some good beverages. And... Um, everybody gets their their phone out because everybody thinks they're the most important people ever. And like Ugh. the video they're going to shoot the most important. At one time, a woman was actually shooting the video or shooting her phone video at us. And we were 180 degrees away from where the action was, which was just bananas. Um, but uh, first, first woman that caught her eye was <laughs> <laughs> Denim Debbie. Denim Debbie. Uh, she wore a denim uh, jumpsuit. Yes. Um, her husband brought an actual cam recorder. I'm not talking about his phone. Yeah. He brought an actual camera to record the set. Um, and let's just say she got down. She never stopped moving. No. I mean, she went. There was one point, I think, when we walked in, she may have been sitting at that point when we walked in. But then fairly. The music hit, though. Then when the band started playing, yeah. she stood up. Yeah. And she was kind of like, at first, kind of like a caged animal. She was just dancing in that little area by herself or right in that crowd. And then she kind of got into more and more. And even when she walked, did you see when she went to the restroom? Groovin'. She didn't walk to the restroom. That's grooving. Yeah, she was dancing. That's grooving. Yeah. Now, she was a, a definite highlight, um, big part of our night. Yes. You would see her once in a while and be like, hey, there's, there she is, Denim Debbie. Love Denim her. Denim Debbie. Um, blocking her for a little while <laughs> was Three Coat Minimum. <laughs> that is his name, Three Coat Minimum. <laughs> This guy walked in with three people, and then he tied every single one of their coats around his waist. Yes. And a silk shirt that was short sleeve but went almost past his elbow. Um, we didn't get much on this guy. No. But the fact that we watched him put three coats around his waist. He was a gentleman. Uh, that's just, come on. Like, the, I don't care if it's a sports executive coat or whatever that coat was that we saw. Oh, yeah. We yeah. saw, there's a lot we could go through here, guys. But. Uh, you set the coat down. Yeah. You can just put, nobody's stealing your crappy coat. No, It's a silk shirt that's shorts. No one's even looking at your type of clothing, dude. You, you, you just leave that there. I mean, what, what got me most about him was, besides the fact that he had three coats tied around his waist, was the fact that he attempted to try to lure, dance, do something with some of the people in his group. Yeah. But he was so awkward. Like, I felt pain for him as he was trying. He was 
worse than Napoleon Dynamite trying to dance. I felt like when he was moving his hand forward, he was trying to catch a fly that was like in front of his face. Yeah, that's what it looked like. And that's not a dance move. No, and he's only about 25 feet from us, so it's not yeah. that far. Yeah. And it was close enough that you could see his expressions very well in his face. He was balding. But uh, we lost him after a while. Yeah. That sucked. Gone. But this is how this game goes. Yeah. Um, one of the big highlights, he, he, I don't remember the guy who actually did it, but what song came on when the drink shout got, shout? So when shout came on, um, it was like an alarm, or like a, a dog whistle for white people. Like white people were like, "Hey, we know what to do during this song. We shout." And like within three seconds of the song, there's a drink twenty five feet in the air that just crashes. And behind let me jump us. in here on you because what happened was at that point there was the younger audience was starting to drift yes, in. Yes, that's right? true. Because yes. the whole place is packed at this point. The one side of our place is packed because it's the only side with the band going. If you looked on the other side, a lot of younger people were coming in. So when I say younger now, I'm talking 30s. Uh, and, we, and we should explain this. It's bench seating. Right. But, I mean, every single seat is taken, and everybody's just standing in the back. So I would say Jason and I could have sold our seats for 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah easily. Yeah. They're great easily. seats. Yeah. But as that those four younger people came in it was three guys and a younger lady probably in her 30s and she went up because apparently this is what you do now is the younger generation she went up to get all the drinks for the three other guys that were sitting down because that never occurred in my lifetime but that's interesting so i found that magma and the guy sitting there uh was wearing flip-flops uh was probably in his mid-50s uh and had been grooving yeah boom boom really enjoying himself and you're right when shout hit, that poor girl was unfortunately placed walking away from the bar from us, right in between me and him. I mean, between me and him was 10 feet, not even, maybe 8 feet. Yeah. She goes over, and he throws his hands up like he is the champ. And that, whatever, it was a clear drink, right, with ice. Yeah. It went at least 20 feet in the air. Yeah. And it hit perfectly down. But the glass didn't break. Didn't break. And but by the way, uh, Hero, I don't use this lightly, Jared... I go and pick it up like 45 seconds after it happens. No, everybody's just staring at it. No yeah. one thought to pick up the, the glass yeah. and no one can see like in this area, like yeah. this kind of place. You got to, you got to keep your head on a swivel. You're not looking down. But I'll tell you this, the transgender, uh, waitress, waiter, bus the, person there I don't was know. pretty quick with the ice sweep up. I mean, I know you grabbed the glass, but by the time you grabbed the glass and put it away, she was on, he, she was on her way. They. Hey, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, again, I think. not quite there. So, and then we, and then there was Pampers Lady. This is the diaper dandy. Um, our age range, we're not too sure on her at all, but it just looked like she was wearing the biggest pair of Huggies I've ever seen somebody wear. Yeah, it was it depends. It was just so weird, right? And you she had her daughter. Yeah, daughter for sure. Daughter was looking great. Yeah. I mean, was looking great, but. Uh, uh, I, I couldn't look away. It was like the music stopped yeah. for me. And you know, the whole time, I was checking out the dude, my dude in the uh, do-rag on stage. Yeah, the red. Yeah. Mike. Was it Mike? No, it was like Thurgood or something oh, like okay. that. This guy was on the stage playing the saxophone, but Conspiracy Jared thought that he just showed up and they put him <laughs> on stage. And uh, he really didn't do anything. And then the last song, they let my man shine. But the other saxophonist, yes, that's how I say it. He actually came into the crowd. Mm-hmm. So then I got excited, like, hey, my boy's going to come into the crowd. No, 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 no. Yeah. My guy did not get the, you can go into the crowd. How about when the saxophone dude came into the crowd and then he went back? I don't think he was really well received back on stage, was he? 
I don't know. And he, by the way, when he came back the second time, he was gassed. Yeah. yeah oh, that, that he was it, that, it was a little rusty on that saxophone yeah. right there. I was like, oh, I don't think that sounds too good. Yeah, but I think Vance was the lead singer of that group. Uh, yeah. Really uh, wasn't thrilled with the fact of maybe how long the saxophonist guy was out in the crowd. It felt like 20 minutes. It, it was great. It was, it was, it was electric. Awesome. It was electric when yeah. he did it. I will yeah. give him all the credit in the world. And he had a... A very fine eye for older white women. I think he knew where his market was. Oh, he was bending down into their chest yeah, behind that saxophone. Yeah. He was yeah. aggressive at that. Um, another fan favorite of ours for people watching: um, mom, dad, son show up. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> dad and son are just two by four dudes. They yeah. just yeah. kind of stand there and do nothing. Mom was slinging that ass yeah. around. <laughs> Mom, and I'm talking, they were 50s, 60s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was grooving. Son was like 25, cut like a oh. sheet of metal, just huge, ripped yeah. out, bald goatee. Would not make even, would not let his eyes get around where mom was dancing at. No. He was just drinking his Stella, looking the other way. Kept his head straight. Dad is like, we've got to get a seat. Yeah. So sure as shit, like within five minutes, they find them a seat. And we'd look over every once in a while, and she'd be grooving her seat. Mom's playing air saxophone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mom <laughs> one's on the dance floor. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of who else we saw. That might be it. No, we saw. Here's the thing, though. You would just see random people, like, run. Oh, how about the girls in their only dance move was they just bent their bodies to the left oh, and yeah. right? Yeah. Like, they, I thought she was joking. No. I thought that was, no. like, the joke move of the dance. And then she proceeded to do that. And over only an over move and over and over the only bad thing that ever happened to us is like that one couple just stood in front of us like we weren't even there yeah but that was fine but kingston mines amazing place good place afterwards <laughs> we slammed on some pizza guys we we only had a slice each and neither one of us finished it it was the biggest slice of pizza i've ever seen in my life uh, it was glorious i can't even I, I wish i could put a measurement on it like how long do you think the piece was well, it's easy. It's 30, the pizza was thirty yeah. inches, so our our slice had to be fifteen inches yeah. long. Yeah, I mean, and it was it was the it, you could actually pick up the slice, and it didn't do the New York flop. Yeah, it wasn't a New York flop. It was it was it was perfect. Yeah, and was I wasn't. It? What was it called again? Uh, Bar- Bar- Bucci's or Bucci's something or something like that. Like that. Yeah. Really good. But what got surprised me was they had freaking like uh, twelve locations. Yeah, it all was in a, Chicago. Family recipe since eighteen ninety six. Oh wait a minute, <laughs> uh, sorry, no, nineteen ninety six. But I mean, then again, <laughs> it was it was a great slice, you know, and it kind of. I mean, as we kind of talk about that, kind of walks into our our uh, draft as as we like to affectionately know as the dudes draft. Uh, we have determined that while we may have future guests to participate in the dudes draft, we have eliminated Dr. Mem from ever participating in the dudes draft again. Ever. The shaggy thing is just... Yeah. I'm still upset with Cletus. Uh, But I think what we were talking about, I said, okay, as we were having our pizza and we started talking and I started thinking, what are like my top five favorite fast food restaurants? And what I think makes this appealing to me was... You and I have similar likes. We have some different likes. So you like chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out if I made a list of five chicken finger places, I know I would take all of your draft picks. So I think that's what's going to be interesting here. So let's, we've had this discussion once before, maybe 10 times before. Yeah. Of what's qualified as a fast food restaurant. One of the guys I work with, George, is very interesting. We go into this big debate. He's one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. Uh, but we have this huge debate that he doesn't go to fast food restaurants, but he goes to Chipotle like every day. And so I'm like, that's a fast food restaurant. Not to me. It's not to you. It's not you. You require a drive through. You have to have a drive through window. 
So based on that knowledge, the rules of the game right now are the top five draft fast food restaurants and fast food qualities means that it has to have a drive through It has to have a menu on a wall. Nah. No? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Menu on the wall. All right. <sighs> There's just one fast food slash restaurant that just blows, that just messes this whole, they're like perfectly in the middle. But well, my yeah. number one pick's going to screw it all up. I but. believe it has to be on the, it has to be up. Yes. Right. I be, yes. Right. So last time we drew letters out of a hat to figure out who went first. Yeah. The time before that, I think you had the honor. So I believe it's my honor to yeah, pick that's first. That's fine. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. So for me, anybody that knows me, uh, anyone that has ever visited me, anyone that has ever talked to me knows that my number one fast food restaurant, and this does qualify because it does have a drive-thru. They all have drive-thrus now. Is big boy. I mean. I'm, I'm so partial to it. I can't even tell you that to me, I know it's not going to win a whole lot of awards by everybody. But it does have a drive-thru. The Will big you boys, give the background story on this, please? The single greatest sandwich ever made. No, is it why Big Boy is so key to your heart? Big here? Boy's in the family. Oh. We've had Big Boy's in the family forever. I, let me just go ahead and let you guys know. I, my, my family doesn't have any ownership in any of the companies I'm going to talk about. So. Well, and we only have ownership in one right now. So, <laughs> but, but I have to pick it. There's no way I can't pick it. I grew up on it. It is still the most consistent meal that I will have ever in my life i still always eat a big boy platter is the one you own does it have a drive-thru yes okay all of them have drive-thru yes they do you're sure of that positive okay yeah i, I the menu board thing is a, is a push there yeah. um I, i'm gonna go ahead and throw out the restaurant that i think causes the problem and it'll fall right in with this one okay it's steak and shake yeah i know steak and shake's the big problem no menu board they and you have a waitress right so them is big boy but you go in there hammered uh-huh. At 2 a.m., you order your food, and then you watch the idiot in the drive-thru get his food faster than you. Right. Nothing makes sense. No, no. It's, and and it, I struggle with this one because, w- to me, a big boy is not a traditional fast food restaurant. I would never call it a fast food restaurant. But in this list, if the qualifications is that it has to have a drive-thru, I can't get away from it. Let me ask you this. Why wouldn't you have taken it last? Because I was afraid you were going to try to trick me and take it first. I would never know they had drive-thru windows. Oh. How see? about this? How about this? Never ate a big boy in my life. Never been to a big boy. We're going to have to end the podcast soon and go grab a big boy. I'm not supporting your family. It's not my family here. At some point, it was your family. I've never been to a big boy. I've never been to a Frisius or a big boy. Like, I don't even know. A's our big boy. Okay. I just say I don't know like anything about it at all. Well, we will at some point in our illustrious career do a live podcast from a big boy. All right. I'm in, I'm in on that. All right. So that was that was kind of an easy pick for me yeah, at number one. Uh, I knew that <sighs> unless you tried to go with a steal... Because now I'm worried about all my other picks. The board is open. Yes, I know you're going to have this. So I also think that you. I'm really curious of what your number one pick is going to be. Oh come on, this is so easy. If you, if you, no, you can't guess because okay, right. Um, I, I no, always, I, always been there for me. <laughs> uh, they get my order wrong one third of the time. Um, I've given up fast food for the most part. Don't care. We'll never give up. My baby, Taco Bell. There is nothing. Like Taco Bell. My favorite thing about Taco Bell is everybody knows their order. Like right now, you get to be talking right. to them. Everybody knows what their order is. Um, everybody has five great college stories about Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, I once ate a piece of pizza with a soft taco on top of it. I was so hungry. Nice. I mean, I just love that. Um, taco Hut. No, well, Taco Hut was only in Athens. Right. 
So, no, and, and Ohio State, there was a place called Ken Taco Hut, which was Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. I didn't have that. And then it upgraded. They brought in Hot and Now, the burger place. So mm. then it became t- Ken Taco Hot and Now. That's not bad. I like yeah. that. Uh, other things I like is most of the time now they do get my order right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mountain Dew. Yeah. It's very clutch for me getting a Mountain Dew with, when, I'm, when I'm getting my Taco Bell. Um, and I also enjoy that Taco Bell is the one restaurant where if you ate, if you did the average time that you ate it, it would be like 12.42 in the morning. Like not most people would be like, no, it's like six o'clock. Like, no, I Ma- agree. McDonald's agree. and all those, like you have them like when right. Taco Bell, I say for a very special Jared. And Let me that- ask you a question about Taco Bell. Again, on my list, very high up. Yeah. Knew it was going to get taken, but yeah. I knew if I didn't put it on my list that I could have a chance to steal it at number two. Yeah. But I knew that wasn't going to happen. But at Taco Bell, and I don't think we've had this conversation, what kind of sauce, packet sauce guy are you? Fire. Fire. Yeah, they See, can, I'm they, hot. They can get rid of everything else. I like hot. Uh, no. Fire. Hot. Fi- here's what's I, I'll ask them for as many packets as I can, and I'll put it on other food. Do That's, you remember the time that we went through the drive-thru and the guy was trying to be a smart ass and put in... 500 packets of sauce yeah. in the bag. Yeah. And we thanked him and he didn't realize how happy we were. Yeah. That's, that's a W. Yeah. Like whenever you go to Wendy's now and you're like, Hey, can I hate to bring up one of the people, but can I get like ketchup? They'll give you like a ketchup. Right. Like somehow like ketchup trees, like needle trees are running out. Like we know <laughs> there's needle trees and ketchup trees everywhere. Taco Bell. They're like, I'll put you through, through colleges with all this sauce. So Taco Bell, number one, Jason, all right, what you got? this is a tough one because I've got a, a list that I really like. I'm trying to defend. This See, I'm is not the worried. First time. I, don't, I don't care what Craig thinks and all these little chirpers in our mentions. No, no, I'm this trying to defend the, uh, against you picking these because uh, I'm trying to get as many of the top ones that I want, but trying to think what your list would look like. I've eliminated anything that doesn't have chicken fingers. I know I can move that higher in the list because I'm going to have to try to get it early. But if I just go out of pure taste, and this is probably going back a little, not as much today, but when I was younger, still one of my favorite things to get was Long John Silver. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your list is going to get massacred. I know. I know. I know it's going to because I could have gone with some of the more traditional stuff. Jason, do you remember? Taco Bell. Hold on. Do you remember before we left for Oklahoma? That was the first time I ever went to it. So yes. You're two first two places. <laughs> You've been to once. I've been to once, and I was with you. That's right. And that was the sketchiest Long John Silvers I've ever seen in my life. I think life. that was out on, what, West Broad or something like that? I don't, it was scary. We should there. not have been inside that building. No. I will also say this. Until I was about, I would say in eighth grade, I thought Long John Silvers was Red Lobster. Okay. I know that sounds really dumb. No, it was just it was no. just I would never eat at places like that. Right. So mentally I I just turned them into like one big restaurant and I just I, that was it for me. I was like I oh, mean, it's them. For our listeners that don't know, I mean your spectrum of food that you go to is very very small. Well, I would say it's different now. I think I've grown up a lot. Yes, yes, cuz now you'll go chicken fingers boneless or bone in. No, shut up. <laughs> no, you've gotten much better since I've known you, but I mean the reality of it is is I eat a much wider variety of foods than you do. Are you done with your what you want to break down any of your favorite foods from Long John Silvers? Oh, Long John's chicken blanks. You know, I, like when I was in college, it was so bad. There was a Long John Silvers that was on Bethel Road that I got it timed in a relationship with them so well that when I would show up at like 9.40 on Saturday because they closed at 10, the girl would just 
cut, take a huge scoop and take everything that was in there and just put it in these huge bags for me. So, I mean, we're talking, it was pieces of ch- fish, chicken. Are you clams. shitting me? Oh, no. She would just do it all and she charged me 10 bucks. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And it was probably enough food for five people. Are you fucking kidding me? It was just scoops of it. That's wild. Because I was a good customer. That was kind of like the the frequent fire club at Long John Silver's. That's wild. Yeah. I loved it. But I love Long John Silver's. But the thing is, today, not as thrilled with it. So, <laughs> for me, it ranks very high up. But now, today, it's probably... I know, thought that building was going to collapse. That we were inside. I really felt like I was on a boat. Like, it was it was legit Long <laughs> hey, John Silver's. Can I tell you something? Nothing from Long John Silver's ever came from a boat. <laughs> no, but I, like, that felt like we were, like, on Lake Erie when we went inside that building. Like, I you was... Could, there were, you could just fry anything in that batter, and I would have been happy with it. But we, like, get out of the RV, we take the Jeep, and there's, like, nine good places to eat. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's do this. Like, we're going to eat shitty. We're on vacation. You're like, Long John Silver's. And I was like, huh? Like, are you really doing this? All right, right. my number two is the one brand that I always argue isn't fast food, but by all the regulations we've stipulated, it is fast food. Coming in hot with number two, Arby's. Look, They do have a drive-thru. They have a drive-thru. Nothing's fast. Arby's, especially for me. When they take your name. Not not in the drive-thru, though. And by the way, I'm getting mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks take about seven minutes, I think, when they drop them in. So I'm going to be a little bit longer. I'm going to have to wait. By the way, hold that marinara sauce. I don't need that shit. Give me 400 gallons of RBQ sauce. I like RBQ. RBQ, you can put on anything as well. Actually, you know what? RBQ would be good on Taco Bell. Just going to go put that out there. I like the horsey sauce too. Uh, I see once I like one thing, I just don't even go to the other side. I'm yeah. good. It, what, is, it, is, that the, is that white? It's like the white horseradish sauce. My favorite thing ever, shots out to Kyle Coleman. He'll know this. And Matt Noblet, we went to the final four. We went to an Arby's, and they had four different types of barbecue sauce. Like yeah, they've a, got these little pumps now that have all the different things on it. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's good. And all of them were like, so I like, seriously just drank one of them. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. Um, I don't think we, like, I don't think either one of us go out to a lot of fast food places. No, anymore. this is like, okay, if I'm having a shitty day, special occasion. It's Arby's, give me a number two, make sure the curly fries are falling out of the damn packet, mozzarella stick. I might even hit a chocolate shake out the back door. Like, I, but. Arby's, right there, that's like $17. Right. Arby's is no joke. So well, it, is, it is the edge of fast food. You, you've crossed two off my list. Okay. You, right. you, by the way, you've crossed none off my list. So. I know. But I think, and I don't know if this one will either. That's what's going to get me. Uh, but uh, a huge favorite of mine has been arguably the latest of eating. While Taco Bell may hold the 1242, this may actually hold the 113 a.m. And it's really hard to go wrong with a slider from White Castle. Oh, it's on my list. Ah, (laughs) I mean, there's just something that is phenomenal about a slider. Here's the other thing, too. Here's why I don't like their sliders. They have onions on them. And they put the onions, like, directly on. So I can't... They cook them with the onions. So I can never have... I've never tasted a hamburger from there. I once bought 10,000... Chicken rings? No. <laughs> 10,000 sliders for an event for my company. I once drove a car with 10,000 hot White Castle sliders in it. That's an honor. Like four weeks later, I found like five that had just like fallen out into my car. Had they? It was a Tuaka body art ball at Boma. And like Matt Noblet, Matt Noblet getting mad shout outs, like was like, I'm not leaving this event. You have to go. So I went to the White Castle on campus. All the way from Boma. You called ahead. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. They had coolers waiting for me. Right. 10,000 sliders into my car, and I like had to show up and like put them all out. That was like the end of the liquor event. People were just eating. I mean, people were in heaven. 
I'm telling you right now, it's one of the best moves you can make at our tailgates. When Nick would come walking in and have him crave cases. Yeah, it's a good move. Great play. Doesn't take a lot of extra effort. I'm just out though. So that sucks for me. But you know what I do like is they also have a fun menu because they got the chicken rings, which I know you like. Oh, so good. Their breakfast sandwiches are really good. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Sleeper sale. And by the way, most people don't know this. Going back to my pick real quick. Arby's breakfast. If you find a pilot gas station, Uh the Arby's will have breakfast. Oh, yeah. If there's an Arby's in it. And Arby's breakfast is really good. But, yes, there's no doubt. I cannot argue the fact that White Castle, they bring the funk on their menu and their breakfast. Yeah. True or false, uh, sometimes I put the mozzarella stick through the chicken um, ring and eat it that way. Oh, absolutely true. That's so true. Yeah, absolutely and, true. And, yeah, that's, there's no way around that. Now they because they've gotten kind of weird lately because now they have like flavored chicken rings. I didn't know that. I haven't tried any of them, but they have like a sriracha flavored chicken ring, and they have like that. <sighs> See, something. don't do that. Give yeah. me like let me dip it on my own and figure out if I like it. Or you not. got it. Yeah. I'm here with you. Uh, number three, super easy for me. I can't believe th- these guys just keep falling to me. Um, it has one thing on the menu that can. Bring me to my knees, Dairy Queen. Oh, good call. Dairy oh, yeah. Queen is yeah, just like good call. It, it's a summer treat. So, you, like, due to us not having the greatest winters, I would say in Ohio, right? Dairy Queen is something you kind of wait for. A uh, Reese Blizzard from Dairy Queen. It means someone has just pissed me the fuck off, and I need something to chill me the fuck down. And by the way, don't you dare hand me your, my, my Blizzard without putting it upside down. I want to see the whole. Yeah. I hate when they just hand it to me and they're like. Because it used to be if they didn't do it, it was free. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, hey, what are you doing? Don't eat. And I hate when I'm in the car and they put a lid on it. Right. Don't put a And by the way, when I ask for extra stuff, I want it mixed in the ice cream. I don't want it just laying on top. Oh, Lazy motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You mix that up. You take the lid off. You show me that it is good to go and hand it to me. Have you had the ones where they put like the the tunnel of stuff inside like they had they came out with blizzards that had like a pipe of like strawberry in it or no, like chocolate. first off dairy queen is i'm not strawberries at dairy no zero percent chance zero percent i won't even like i like oreos i won't even have an oreo blizzard and like i see like they come up with like special stuff i'm like i can't like i like a Reese blizzard so much i can't even go down that other spectrum yeah sometimes i got crazy and we do half Reese, half heath bar because i like a little bit crunch in it how about this never had a heath bar in my life and see, you're telling me he's expanded on his food options. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't even know what a Heath Bar is. What you is. do is, so if you go into a place and you have a bad first meal, do you ever go back? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So yeah. then you keep going to you find the one thing that's good, and then you stick to it. No, I'll, I'll, I'll mess around. Like, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah, it's just something like that. It reminds me of when I was, like, seven years old. So it's like, oh, man, like, that taste, that, yeah, that's, that's the one. What, there's a few brands or a few fast food places I'm not putting on my list mm-hmm. because they've changed – I hear you. We can just go over. Let's just talk about McDonald's fries. Right. McDonald's has completely changed the flavor profile. Now, if this wasn't back in the 90s, I mean, I'd be like, we got to talk about McDonald's fries. Right. They're the most overrated thing in fast food now. Oh, they're no good. Yeah. So, all right. You're up. That's a problem. We're going to leave a lot off because as I go through my list, I'm saying because Derek Coon's a great pick. It would have been. It's not on my list because I didn't think about it, but it would have been there because I'm with you. Oh, man. I'm kind of stuck here with mine. Like, I, I got one I know you can't get. Right. And I think I know who's going next. So oh, you have no idea what's going next on here. No, wow. no. Because I'm, I'm going to sure. get my. I'm going to have a dream team here. Then yeah, it, you know, if I was trying to make the list to defend what most people would think would be the top five, then I wouldn't be picking the ones I'm yeah, picking. That's fine. But I'm kind of torn. I'm just. I'm thinking in my head right now if I can just have one of these, right, as an option. There's a place that I go to. It's one of the few fast food places that I'll still go to today. That I absolutely love. 
Um, and the problem that I have, and one of the reasons I, I'm almost not picking it is because one of my favorite things on the menu is not available on Sunday mornings. It's absolutely not anything available on Sundays because they're not open on Sundays. Fucking dick. And I love the Chick-fil-A. <sighs> See, I thought that so you said, you just said, you don't think I would know what you're going to pick. I just said, I think I know who you're going to pick. I, well, cause I was going through my list and I was figuring that I was either going to pick Chick-fil-A or one of my other ones. And my other one may not make it to five cause it's going to depend on what you do. How about this? Do you want to know how cutthroat I am at this game? I'm not. I'm not trading trick play. No, no, no. You want to know how cutthroat I am at this game? How? And I was going to completely bullshit my way on the backside of this. I've only been to Chick Fil A twice in my life, <laughs> and one of them was this week. And I was going to completely bullshit that how much I love Chick Fil A just to get a just to get a blue chip around my team. But yeah, I've, I've only had. I'm not going to stop. Did you have spicy or regular? Spicy. It was Great really, sandwich. It was good. Um, really liked the fries. Sauces were lacking, in my opinion. Um, what sauces? Just for, like the dip sauce. They dip, I, get, I was like, they have it, ketchup. It was on the company's dime. No, no, no. So I got, I got all their different dipping sauces, oh. like sriracha, honey mustard, all that stuff. Living it. Um, I wish I would have. I, I don't like getting a sandwich where they put the sauce on before, like the spicy. Like, let me dip it in the sauce. I didn't. I've never had. I mean, I'm literally. I'm a Jared Camden when it comes to this. I order the same thing every time I go. I love their fries, but I bailed on the fries because for some reason my mind thinks they're bad for me. So the addition of a second chicken sandwich okay. seems to be okay to me. So I always get two spicy chicken sandwiches. Why don't you just get them on the same one so you eat less bread? Because uh, I'd like to do that, but I love the toasted bread okay. with the pickle. I like the pickle. I don't think you probably like the pickle, do you? Uh, I once ate a jar of pickles at the age of five, and I've only had one since, and that was with <laughs> Melanie Crane at a random ass restaurant and they were terrible this draft has exposed so much information about you it's unbelievable hey, but how uh, about this though i've had about ten thousand jameson pickleback shots and that's where you drink pickle juice when you're done okay so pickle juice i'm in pickles get the fuck out of here well the one thing that about chick-fil-a though that irritates me is a closed sunday because i don't know you, apparently you've never had it but their chicken biscuit awesome never that's the it. greatest hangover cure whatsoever Never had it. But you can never get it. So if you're going to do your drinking, you need to do it on a Friday because you can only get that chicken biscuit on a Saturday. See, I feel, once again, I think I actually have. I went one time and it was like really good. I was like, this is awesome. It's too good probably for it's me. It's too good. Yeah, for me. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to put that on the back stove. Oh, yeah. And then every, I, I, this is no joke. In my car, I have a $50 gift certificate that I won at a Blue Jackets game. Uh-huh. I've had it in my car now for like months. I've never used it. Because every time I drive by Chick-fil-A, there's 27 cars. Yeah. And I'm but not, they move fast. I'm not dealing with that. How about this? In my community, they're building a Chick-fil-A. Like, yeah. they broke ground on a Chick-fil-A in my community. And I was like, everybody is going wild. And I was like, meh. I mean. I remember like 15 years ago. I was maybe even 20 years ago. Eh, probably 15. I was really irritated that there were no steak and shakes or Chick-fil-A's in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And then within the last few years, they opened up a uh, Chick-fil-A and, of course, a steak and shake right across from my office. That's how it goes, man. So, had to move. All right. Uh that kind of really halted my my assault good, that I had going good. here. Uh, so I'm going to go off the charts here. Um, I don't know if you've been to this place. Um, Lima, Toledo area, QP Burger. It is Wendy's if Wendy's never left the 90s. Um, only old people work there. No young people. The burgers, everything tastes exactly like how Wendy's was in the 90s. The first time I ever had it, Ryan Odenweller's wedding. I guarantee you I ate 17 of them. Like the hamburger, because it tasted 
So say the name again. I gotta write this. QP down. Burger. QP. No, we'll talk about spelling later on. All well. right. Um, they're they're a little like mascot. Whatever is a baby. Are there multiple locations? Yes. Is a baby that like makes weird like uh, it, it's worse than Chick Fil A. Like you can't get like you have to go inside. So there has to be multiple locations to be part of this competition. Fast food restaurant. Yeah, I would guess so. Yeah, but they they're like all in Lima, um, hmm. Toledo area. I. I'll draw. I would go out of my way 17, 20 miles to get it. It's that good. Wow! And it tastes like the original Wendy's recipe. Like I said, it's all. Old. Everybody's happy there. No one's like, God damn it! I work at a Wendy's. Da da da. Because it's like I said, these people that work there, they've worked there forever and they never quit. So huge QP guy. Um, if anybody out there hasn't had it, don't judge me by just saying that. That's that pick sucks. Go find it in Lima, and find the creepy baby. Ugh. The baby's so creepy. The eye contact it makes with you just, ooh. So, well, what, that, all right, who you that is definitely not on my list. Yeah. Uh, I've never eaten there. Uh, I, I'm intrigued. Mm, really so I, I think I, I don't get to that part of the state much. So I, I may not, because usually the only time we go there is on our, you know, kind of annual trip up to the team up north for a game. So I don't think I'll ever stop there, but. We'll make it happen. If sometime. I ever get the opportunity, I'll take you up on it. Yeah. All right. So mine. Uh, I'm going to go with the killer. If you ever followed me on Facebook or Instagram, you know that every time I get one of these, I take a picture. I used to uh, have a driver in Vegas when I played cards a lot out there. And he would pick me up and then drive me to this place. We'd go through the drive-thru. We'd get our lunch or our dinner. And he would come into the back seat, and we'd sit there and eat and high five, and then he would take me back to the hotel so I could play <laughs> more cards. Uh, and this is a West Coast thing. Um, I think as far west, east as they go is Arizona, and that is They're the in Texas. awesome In and Out Burger. They're in Texas. So whatever. I don't have. I never had it. So great know. burger, awesome burger. Fries are always disappointing to me, but double double animal style. Off the hook, great. I, I just, love it. I got to take myself out of this. Yeah. Sorry. So that's. Uh, Have I ate anything off your list? What uh, was your number four? Yeah, you had White Castle. Oh, yeah. And you've had Chick fil A like once. Technically. And you had Long John Silver because I took you there. Dog shit. And you haven't had Big Boy or In N Out. So. Um, your list is. I, I'm really telling you, I've there's some of my favorite ones are still left on my list. And so we'll hit those at the end. Yeah. And I know that they're none of your draft picks either. So yeah. I'm trying to think really hard what's going to come in your fifth pick my fifth pick is not going to be popular i know that for a fact um before i even say it shots out the tutors you're not making this list tutors um if you'd had that damn not, hat it's yeah <laughs> it's not me it's you um tutors has been really disrespectful to me the last few trips um not not really happy with it and then i also it's biscuit world i found out they close at seven close at seven yeah at 7 p.m I don't Do they want, have dinner on biscuits? Yeah. Like what? Oh, well, here's what I did. I went in because somebody, one of the guys was like, get a double cheeseburger there with a bacon. It's really good. It was amazing. Like, amazing. But their fries were just dog shit. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, my God. I can get it on a biscuit and have an egg put on it, and I'm going to make the greatest thing ever. I order it. The woman doesn't give me an egg, and the biscuit made the, the hamburger taste like dog shit. So Yeah, biscuit burgers aren't good. Tudor's is just, it's it's... I actually was in West Virginia for four days and didn't go to Tudors once. Oh, Joe, yeah, I know. So don't tell Tudors. Everybody out there, be nice to them. But uh, so my last one is going to be based on one thing on the menu, and I like that they bring other things into the menu um, that you get to try. Um, it's Sonic. 
I'm a big Sonic guy because they have one of my favorite things on this planet, which is a cherry slushie, which you can put nerds into. Mm-hmm. First off, Sonic, shame on you. Your straws aren't big enough because <laughs> sometimes you're sucking it in and the nerd's too big or the nerds get jammed up in your straw. So just a little word of the wise. Definitely go to McDonald's and get a few straws because they have the best straws. And then get your Sonic drink because that way you can get all the nerds through. This is pure sugar. I bet Kevin Carnett's pretty happy about that tip. Oh, well, 100%. This is, the, this is when I'm in complete fuck everybody mode is when I hit Sonic. Uh, Sonic has mozzarella sticks. They, have every, they just have everything you could want. I haven't even been through their entire menu. Like, that's a place where I'll go through the entire menu. Um, their buns are like these Texas toast type. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that. Um, I've never parked my car and ate at a Sonic, um, but I always act like I have. Like I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Sonic. I, pff, I hate. That. Stay out of my car. Don't even look at my car. Right. So Sonic for me is all built around the one fact that I can get nerds in my slushy. And if you do get a pop or anything from there, they have the really small ice. I'm a big fan of that. I do like the crushed rabbit ice. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that's Sonic's not up. on my list, huh? Uh, and by the way, the only other brand that our only other person I had on here was Wendy's, but it was with the big, big like catch that like I'm talking '90s Wendy's, right? Like Dave Thomas was still kicking around. We didn't actually know who Wendy was yet. We, they wouldn't even show her face, kind of shit back Smart in the day when a frosty actually tasted good. Yeah. So I had the ones that didn't quite make it on mine. Skyline Chili. No window. Yeah, they do. They have drive-throughs. But they, not all of them. Mm, okay. Well. I still like Skyline. Popeyes. Never had it. Krispy Kreme. No, they can't. They all have drive throughs That doesn't count, though. How does that not count? If Dairy Queen counts. Like the Dairy Queen, no. Krispy Kreme, like, I mean, what are you going to... Okay, if you're not getting donuts, what are you going to eat there? Coffee. Eat. <laughs> like, that's why... That, that's almost why I took Tudor's Biscuit World out, even though they do... Uh, Tudor's gets screwed because they close at 7. So automatically... It's not fast food. Krispy Kreme's not fast food. food. It's a fast food. Yeah. Then... It was interesting when I was Googling restaurants just to make sure I wasn't missing anything. What? You were, I didn't get to Google. <laughs> you know they gave the, me a piece of paper and a pen. You know what the number four franchise fast food place? Or, no, I'm sorry. The number King. 25th oh. franchise was? I don't know. Jet's Pizza. Oh, fuck. First off, <laughs> first off, don't act like I didn't think of Jet's like three different times. Like I was dead set because I was like, well, it is a carry out heavy. Like you can't dine in. Right. Like there's, that's the best thing about Jets. One of the reasons I reinforced the rule of drive-through. I was big. You no, know, Jets, Jets, Jets is Jets right was, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't say it. Once again, Jets, we went through a bad stage of Jets. That was the problem. Yeah. It was every week. Like, I think the, the season that the Buckeyes won the championship, we had Jets every single game. Every I really, game. I think we did. Every game. And there's only one way to order Jets. I mean, you got to get Turbo Crust with double pepperoni. Absolutely. You got to have some ranch. It got so bad that that Jets, if you know that, when you try to order online, it would come up and say, your neighborhood's not deliverable. But when I'd call them, they would say, hey, Jason. And then they would bring us our pizzas. So they still won't deliver to me. And those cinnamon things? Oh, slam too. Slam There was just nothing Jets could do wrong for a, a long era. Yeah. But I had to back away from Jets. Oh, my God. It was it, killing us. It's, 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 a tough, it's a tough leave. And the bad thing is when you're like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to get one. You got to go big. Yeah. Getting the four corner one. I, I don't like that because I want to get those centerpiece ones. Uh-huh. I eat like two pieces and I'm like, what the fuck do I do the rest of this thing? Just so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's just a rundown again. The list are Jared's list. Very impressive. Starts very strong. Taco Bell. Comes in with Arby. 
then Dairy Queen, then QP Burgers, and Sonic. Just look up anywhere. It's like, look, do some research I'm on QP. I'm a little QP. concerned for you. I thought my what? list was definitely weak, but QP Burgers is going to be tough for people. But maybe I, th- they, they I, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people will be like, oh yeah, I know QP. I really okay, cool. do. Because mine, again, going to be a little tough in some of these. Big Boy, uh, which is for obvious reasons. Long John Silver, uh, which I love. White Castle is going to be hard to argue with. Taco Chick-fil-A. Bell takes that one out. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think Taco Bell and White Castle are along the same line. Yeah. Uh, Chick-fil-A is a power move. Uh, and In-N-Out. Um, that might be what screws me. Yeah. In-N-Out might be what screws me. But I don't, once again, I, I, I can't, I'm just not involved. So I'll tell you this much. I've had a lot of fun reading the list that other people put up on the Facebook page. So yeah. it's Facebook dot com slash two guys being dudes there's been some great whether it was the uh we didn't get any on the presidents but we definitely got some on the movies and definitely the cartoon characters yeah so again give us who you think had the best list but also put your best list up there because you're giving us some great ideas like the fact that we missed tombstone and we amassed and we missed uh beavis butthead yeah i'm never gonna get over that yeah yeah like i'm never gonna get over that nice i think our next one should be uh video games Top five video games. I'm gonna need like 11 <laughs> sheets of paper because, well, it's really easy because you know what my number one's gonna be. <laughs> I know that you know what my number one's gonna be. So we can just go and equal. We could just it could be top four because we, we yeah. already know what's gonna happen. All right, there. so maybe that'll be the next one. Top five because then uh, we're gonna need a special one for Vegas. Top five tobaccos. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no. Yeah, we'll we'll figure one out. Top for five time. things to catch puke in. Yeah, we'll definitely figure one out yeah. for there. So all right, nice. I think that was good. Good. So what else is going on today, Jared? Well, do we want to get into the two minutes of Big Brother? or uh... Yeah, because we're right there. Because uh, one of the last things that we're going to have today on this is I did an interview with Wes Sims, a former UFC Ultimate Fighter, uh, Strike Force Fighter, uh, supposedly the only the last super heavyweight champion at uh, UFC. So we've got that. That'll be on the end of this podcast that we'll have. So I think what we should really kind of do is get our two uh, two minute Big Brother rundown. Yep. Uh, and so I'm going to need to get the clock set for that. So Big Brother got crazy this week. For so for two minutes for this to happen is going to be a little little tight. Um, but the the one rare thing is I actually get to watch a live episode tonight at Jason's house. This will be the only Big Brother we see together, and uh, his beautiful wife Steffi will be joining us as well. And then I'm off to fly as long as they don't cancel my damn flight. So you might be doing episode eight here with us. <laughs> damn Southwest. All right, so I'm going to let you go first, and the timer is beginning in three, two, one. Overall thoughts of Josh being head of household? Uh, I told you when you asked me when I hadn't seen it, I said, I think Josh would be a great head of household because it would really turn things upside down. It's the only person you name, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. And I had already seen it, guys. So I was like, oh, I can't say anything to him. Um, I think it's amazing. I think what we're about ready to see with him using the meatball term and all that stuff, it's, it's just going to be awesome. Who do you think he nominates? You know, it's going to be tough. So I, I'm assuming that he's going to probably try to nominate uh, Cody and Jessica. But... I wouldn't be surprised if Mark and Elena get nominated so Cody and Jessica aren't able to play. Since Josh already hates Mark and right. her, it totally makes sense to put up Mark and Elena. He could just go Cody and uh, Mark. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, big thing, could you believe when I told you that Elena had a breast reduction? Still don't believe it. It's very, but she, And she's the one who said it. She said it. She said it on her bio before the season even started. That Did she, she have... Well... 
I don't even know. These things are just, they're bigger than the game. So, and we're about uh, mid-season, right? Yeah. A little more mid-season. Yeah. Do you have a new pick? No, I still like my pick. I still think Matt is just kind of just driving the car down the road, very quiet, and he, he's going to rev the engine soon. I would say the last episode was one of the best episodes of Big Brother I'd ever seen. Yeah. It was really good. The uh, You were right, as you were talking about it, as you were watching it. They didn't do all the people where they show them at the intro at the beginning. They yep. weren't doing all those kind of things. They were hardly, there was a point where I thought we were watching like, a version that I downloaded off the net because there were no commercials. It yeah, tight for forever. time. They yeah. were tight for time. So, so I, I think I'm with you still. I like Matt as that pick. I think he's going to have to make a play and get Raven in line. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, if they don't get Paul out in the next three or four episodes, he's going to win. Yeah. Paul's a problem. Ah, uh, man. And you know what? That's two minutes of big brother. Hmm. CBS guys, check it out. Actually, don't, don't bother your time. Cause you're probably, if you're not watching now, you have no idea. I watched it with a girl the other day, and she's like, who's this person? Who's this person? I'm like, I cannot explain. Like, it's They live together every single day. To try to explain it to someone is like next to impossible. And that brings us to our final question of the day. Yeah, no, no Jason explains the day, guys. Thank There's, God. Jason has already explained it. Well, I did have one for him. <laughs> it's been a long week, and I don't want to have to try to figure something out. I do have one for him. When I looked at Jason and said it, it definitely, he was like, fuck you, Jared. So <laughs> we'll, we'll have him do that one another day. We'll do that later. So we're going to play our net worth game. I think, I think I'm up after what happened yesterday. With okay. the, I think the Vanna White. The Vanna White one. I think it's 2-1-1 one, and one now in my advantage. Okay. If someone, I know someone's out there keeping track, the Craig. Uh, let us know who's winning. So. Jared suggested this one, and I think his ability to be younger than me is going to dramatically affect your ability to get closer. But I don't think either one of us is going to have a decent pick. Is it in? Is it in Canadian? Oh shit! No, we're going to do no. net worth in yeah, U.S. Yeah. Right? Justin Bieber. Ugh. Um, I know "Baby" is one of his songs. I do know that. Right. Oh, baby! I know that one. Uh-huh. He's in the new concerto one or whatever it's called with no dj idea. khalid khalid yeah those guys snapchat guys i don't know um dj khalid by the way i didn't know that um i know he just canceled all of his concerts because he got told by a pastor to start his own religion best um, way to have tax-free money he ran over some paparazzi people lately but he like got out of the car to thank them he drives a car fast and he he well paparazzi gets so around him and then they like Actually, the paparazzi ended up being blamed. He was like in the wrong, which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, I told you out loud that I think that he is at least a $200 million man. Right. Um, do you have any thoughts before we make any guesses here? Anything you want to say of Justin Bieber? Well, it seemed like he started like on YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. Usher found him on, or Jermaine Dupree found him on. And I don't know who Usher. he signed with, so I don't know a lot about that. So, so deaf. So he was. Is that it? Jermaine Dupree. So does he own all of his own stuff? Do you know? No. no. So he doesn't. I don't, well, I, I don't know. I'm, actually, yes. I'm going to say Justin Bieber owns his own shit. Okay. I have no clue. If you said over $200 million, I, um, my, That's That's, that's zero. That's the base level right, right now. So I would, you know, I really can't. Because I don't really know other musical artists. I know he's not a, a billionaire, I don't think. No. Uh, and $200 million is a lot of money. So... Well, we wouldn't even we we talk. So I'm going to write mine down here. Right, we don't now. even know how old he is. Right. Yeah. How old is he? I don't know. He's 21. I don't think he's 21, but I he could be 25, and I'd be like, oh, it doesn't seem like we ever see him drink in public. Yeah. And you think he'd be like at bars drinking? I don't. I think he may have just turned 21. 
Okay. He's been in our life since I was like five, I feel like. Like, he's just, if somehow, like, I've already known this dude forever. But yeah. I don't know. But then again, his music plays, and I'm like, who was that? And someone's like, it, the other day, someone was like, oh, man, I really like this guy. It was at a write it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do too. And then I was like, wait, who is this? And I'm like, Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, this is Justin Timberlake? Like, I like Justin Timberlake. I don't even know this is Justin Timberlake. So, and then Jay Z rapped on it, ruined it, because Jay Z sucks. But, anyways, I'll All go right. first. All right. $369 million. I what? wrote down $379 million. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, man. So I need this to hit. You need it to be 368 or lower. No, I need it to be 368. 370. I'm, yeah. You're 379. I'm 369. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, 368, you'd still be closer. I'm going to guess it's like 450 now. Yeah. All right. No, so. I, it might be lower, though. I just know he was at least at 200 at some point. I'm going to go into Celebrity Net Worth. I'm going to type it in now. All right, guys. Here I see Jason working on it. I don't feel good at all. I'm clearly covered here. There's nothing I can do. Uh, it's, it's funny. When I type in just the first three letters, J-U-S, it pulls up Justin Bieber on God the drop-down list. That's creepy. Here comes Justin Bieber's net worth. That's creepy, though. Oh. I think your number screwed us. The two hundred million threw us off. Yeah, I apologize. It's all right. It's all right. Is it five hundred? No, his estimated net worth by celebritynetworth.com is two hundred and sixty-five million. Ah oh, man, see, I just I remember hearing on E News once that he was worth like two hundred. Yeah, so two sixty-five is the number. We're both over. All right. So it's another draw. Yeah, we should have taken one dollar. Doing another price or ride deal. It's going to happen. It'll yeah. be dirty at some point. Yeah. It's got to happen. I thought about it this time around because I was like, well, I've already said 200. But then I was like, I feel like that was like five years ago I heard about that. I have no clue. As I look through this kind of stuff, I just realize I have no. He's, well, we tried I know to he's 5'8. What we tried to do one today was 23 years old. That seems so. That March 1st, 1994. Doesn't that seem odd? I, I have no clue. I just don't feel like we ever see Justin Bieber like hammered coming out of clubs. And I think that, I guess, eh, I don't know. I think he's more of a weed smoker. Is he? And he has like house parties and like his neighbors hate him. But yeah, I know something. I heard something on one of those things where like the neighbor was mad and chasing him around the neighborhood or something. But Oh, yeah. It was, uh, no, it was an NFL player. Oh, was it? An yeah, NFL it was player? Michael Irvin. Michael oh, Irvin yeah, chased him. I wish him. you would have caught him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. So, well, we looked up Julie Chen today. Or, yeah, Chen. And it was one had, one had her at 50 million and one had her at 8 million. So, don't think these celebrity net worth things are exactly right, guys. No. Yeah, it's a website future billionaires read every day is what this thing says, and they're off anywhere between 100 and 7,000% on their estimates. So hmm. that, that million dollar man one still just that irks me. <laughs> and Beavis and Butthead and Million Dollar Man are, I'm never going to get over. So, yeah, well, uh, it's been awesome having you in town. Oh, no, thank you for all the hospitality. Um, this place is beautiful. You guys have done a great job. Show me all. Uh, how, many, how much did we walk? Uh, we walked uh, like 20 miles total. Yeah. I mean, we, we took this city over with as many miles as we did. So I appreciate the hospitality. Everything was amazing. Pizza place was great. I think we had pizza and wings at least seven times. So I was in heaven. Yeah. Um, everything was great. So thank you so much. No problem. I'm glad you could be here. Going to look forward to the next time you can make the visit. But the next time Jared and I will actually be together will be for episode 10. Dip, dip a palooza. We got the Connor fight. We got the Connor and Floyd. It's going to be amazing. We got a uh, special guest will be with us. 
Um, we're probably not going to let them be on air because, as you can see, Mike will make some dumb list. I mean, he's a doctor, so he can make whatever list he wants, I guess. But, uh, no, it, uh, I think the Vegas episode is going to be uh, spectacular. Yeah, it should be a good one. It'll probably be a little bit longer than the normal one. The one thing that we want is go ahead and continue to listen. We have a really cool interview with Wes Sims at the end of this. Uh, and then when you get a chance, ch- check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash two guys being dudes. And you can follow Jared at JBCamIII on Twitter. And you can follow me at JFrost on Twitter. And shouts out to Wes Sims. I was not able, able to be involved in the interview, but uh, love the dude. So shouts out. Enjoy the interview, guys. Hey, so I'm sitting down here with Wes Sims, former UFC uh, fighter, uh, veteran. Uh, just found out he was the former UFC super heavyweight champion. Uh, and I wanted to sit down with Wes today and talk a little bit about what's going on in his life and about some of the stuff he's working on and supporting. And he's introduced me to some pretty cool stuff uh, over the past uh, few hours. And I think we should share some of that with our listeners as well. So, Wes, welcome aboard. Hey there. It's great to be here. Thanks, Wes. So, uh, first, uh, tell me what you've been doing over the last uh, few years. I've had all kinds of stuff going on, but um, last April they took and the UFC came in and did the season two. Where are they now? I think they're up to season five now, and they just had Mark Coleman on. But um, I was in season two. They they recapped my life, what I what I did in the UFC, and where I am now. Uh, I've got a gym. I run that a youth program, a whole bunch of stuff. Nice, nice. So uh, yeah, I saw the where they are now. Really like that. I enjoyed it. Got to see your son Max, kind of hanging out, running hills with you. That was pretty cool. Uh, recently caught, I guess a few weeks ago, I saw the where are they now with Mark. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, it was kind of a good insight to see. And I know you're doing some work right now to try to help Mark. Uh, unfortunately, I guess get ready for his second replacement hip surgery. No, Mark just had his hip May 16th, and so he's had both hips done. He's now rehabbing it, and just these guys, it's a struggle. Once they get done fighting and they're and it's done, doors closed, there's not much, nowhere to go and nothing to do. So how are you trying to help him now? Well, I started a GoFundMe to help try to pay for some of the bills and, and help him get back on his feet. So if you, um, it's on GoFundMe, it's uh, rebuilding the hammer. Okay, cool. So we'll post the links on uh, the Facebook page that has that, and we'll also tweet it out so people can follow uh, and try to give Mark a helping hand. Uh, we uh, have tried to support him as much as we can. We really enjoyed our time hanging out with Mark. Uh, Jared and I got to do a real fun trip a few, right, it's probably been a year and a half or so ago now to, uh, I think it was UFC 196, I think that was it, where we yeah. uh, got to hang out in Vegas and spend some time with Mark and you and had some good times. We've got a video up actually on the site that uh, I believe it was Jared getting powerbombed by you in our hotel. I don't think he's fully recovered. He couldn't make it here tonight. No, I think you're right. I think the idea, the fact that we were going to have you on he just completely avoided this whole conversation. He hides. <laughs> so one of the things you were showing me today, which uh, you have opened my eyes. I thought I knew Facebook pretty well, uh, but you introduced me to a new site or a new page uh, that you uh, follow, and it seems like you like it quite a bit. You know what? I found this, and it's unbelievable. They call it the official Midwest Legends and it is, 
how can I say this being nicely? It's the guys that never made it to the big show, but deserve to be credited for their struggles. Well, it's uh, I, I've I've kind of spent a little time on it, not much, uh, but it seems that there's kind of an ongoing theme in here. It seems like there's a, a champion or a man's man that kind of really is being called out by everybody. The man goes by the Marine of Steel. And it's S-T-E-E-L, not S-T-E-A-L. Ron Imhoff. Ron Imhoff. And it, and it seems like to me that Ron Imhoff has maybe stoked the fire a little bit with some of these other guys. Because it seems like a lot of people really are aggressively going after him. Ron's got fans. You know what? Haters and fans, there's a thin line between love and hate. And you know what? He's got a lot of fans, whether they, you can call them haters, but he's got them from all over the world. He's recently picked up a whole nother country of haters. I mean, fans, and that's the UK in BKB. People from all over go on the site, the official Midwest Legends, and it could be anybody. And they go on and post a call-out video challenging Ron to a fight. Now, folks... I've only spent a little time with this, and I will tell you that it has captivated my attention more than anything I've seen on Facebook over the last dozen years. I've gotten lost in some of the high-quality video and the stories that are associated with this. If you've got five minutes, I guarantee it you'll find five hours to hop into this tunnel. It, it, it's amazing to me. It's like a Twilight Zone. I mean, it, it really, you succumb. You will hide at work. In the, in the closet with your laptop and turn this on, you will you will find your way. Your wife, significant other will, will hate you because it will be marine business. Marina Steele, Ron Imhoff will be all over your all over your Facebook, all over your phone. Man, so I mean, as I kind of read through the thing, um, it it seems like the more aggressive people are, the more aggressive. Mr. Imhoff becomes in his responses. And, and if you're an average kind of guy, like I, I consider myself an above average MMA fan. Uh, and I can't believe I've missed this whole line of legends. And now to find a place that is so satisfying to see the real meat of the industry that's really cutting the edge of what, you know, the UFC, I think we can agree, has kind of seen really peaks and valleys and peaks and valleys and it's kind of being a little challenged right now and they have to be careful about stuff like this right if you look at the official midwest legends this could be another competitor you look at bellator which i believe the marine of steel is scott coker's talked about him i think or at least i've seen a video of scott coker talking about ron it's just amazing stuff that i see here and uh so i, I first i want to thank you for introducing me to this I'm, I'm disappointed that we couldn't have Jared on here because Jared, this is right up his alley. Oh, this will consume most of his life. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised to see if Jared would actually call Ron out. Jared will probably make a call-out video to one of these legends. <laughs> I, for, his, for his safety, I would suggest not calling out the raging redneck Philip Allen Parker. Okay, so you heard it here first. So the, uh, as it goes down now... If you get a chance, you should really check out the official Midwest Legends page on Facebook. Uh, and you should also go to the fundable site and look up uh, Mark Coleman, 
and try to give him a hand. Uh, really pretty inspirational. We've spent some time with him. I think it's really awesome that you're out. I know you guys have been friends for a long time, and I think it's really cool that you're continuing to work and try to help him out. Um, but tell me, what's in your future? What are you planning on doing? I've got, like I said, I, I got a youth program there in, in town in um, Lancaster, Ohio. I've got a lot of things in the fire. Uh, I, training, still going to fight some. I don't know if anything real big. I'd rather right now at this point travel and take some smaller fights and just be able to see places that I haven't been to. Yeah. So, nice. be honest with you, this official Midwest Legends has my attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think if any of our listeners hop on and see it, I think they'll understand why. It, it's a black hole. You're going to have to be careful. You should approach us with caution. Um, I don't have a lot of spare hours in my day and I'm getting concerned that they're going to start being consumed by this. Uh, and so I, I think it's a good thing, but we should probably be a little cautious, right? That we handle this. Yes. Yes. So for sure. Well, Wes, it was good catching up with you. I'm glad you could drop by for our podcast. Is there anything you want to say to our listeners? I am something? glad to be here. Check out Mark's GoFundMe. Get out of the closet, Jared. Turn on Midwest Legends and make a call out, and I want to see you on there. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes, at JBCam, III, and at JFrost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. Visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Two Guys Being Dudes, and on the web at www.twoguysbeingdudes.com.